Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. G'day, Sam. How are you going? Oh, I'm really well, mate. So uh, where do we find you in Tokyo and how do we find you? Yes, yeah, so I'm in Tokyo right now. Um, we've just finished our opening ceremony, so obviously we're not allowed to go. It's only the flag bearers. Yep. Um, so we're all dressed up in our RMs, our shirts, our hats. It's it's all becoming real now. So it certainly is. So um, it must have been a little bit of a bummer not by not being able to um, to, to take part in the opening ceremony. It was pretty similar to what that uh, the Olympians had to uh, go through as well. Yeah, look, it's a little devastating, but I think what we've just done an hour ago was pretty phenomenal. Like, we all, the team captains had a bit of a speech, and Kate McLaughlin gave us a bit of a rev up before the games, kind of just saying, you know, we we finally made it um, 18 months ago that we we never thought that the Paralympics would go ahead. So, really, for the games to be going ahead is huge, not so much the opening ceremony. Um, I think because obviously we're here to race, we're here to, here to compete for Australia and do the best we can. Um, not not to go to the opening ceremony and just show painting around, I guess. Uh, and uh, and what, how much of an honour would it have been for for Danny DeToro and Riley Bat to be those flag bearers? Oh, it's huge! Obviously, this Paralympic Games is one in a million. Uh, it's during a global pandemic, so for it for them to be selected is huge too. So Riley's a huge hero of mine. Um, and to finally see him face to face and be and shake his hand and Watch him hold the flag was just—I um, still can't put words together about how awesome it is. So, we're speaking to Cole Pierce, uh, Paralympian over in Tokyo at the moment, um, mate. You've got the hundred meters butterfly now. The S10 classification—it's for swimmers with minimal impairment that affects one joint. It's usually the foot or the hands. Starts, turns, and strokes uh, are all good and, and, and fluid. Just talk to us about uh, the injury that that that, that happened to you uh, at a young age that, that has you now being able to, to to compete at a Paralympics. Yeah, so at the age of I think it was twenty six months. So obviously, me being a country boy, we've got quite a big backyard. So we have a ride on lawnmower. Yep. Um, and so at the age of 26 months, I had an encounter with the right on Loma, which chopped the front toes off. So not much. And obviously, like I mentioned, being a country boy, we had to get flown into the Royal Children's Hospital where half my foot was then amputated to my heel bone. Um, so I've still got my knee. I've got my heel bone. Uh, and that's pretty much it. It was an encounter with the Loma at the age of 26. Goodness me, and and what has that meant for you uh, growing up with without, as you say, without the the front part of the foot? Um, what what is that? Uh, how has that impacted on on your, your childhood? I don't think it's ever impacted me as a child. If anything, it's it's really made my life a lot better. Um, obviously, being from the country, there's there's a few opportunities, but not as many as being a Paralympian, obviously. So. Obviously, credit to my family and my friends back home who never really treated my impairment as an impairment or a disability. They have always just known me as Cole, the kid, the kid who's just got one foot. He's not the, he's not the weird kid with one foot. He's like, oh, Cole's, he got one foot. What about it? That doesn't change him as a person. So, growing up as a kid, I don't think it's ever changed me. You know, I'd probably still be a swimmer regardless if I had two feet. I'd probably play a bit of footy, everything. So, yeah, I think. 
just to everyone back home, it's credit to them. Yeah, absolutely. And so, did it? Were, were you able to play a bit of footy, or did it sort of prohibit you from doing uh, those kind of sports? Oh, 100%. I played sports. I wouldn't say I was any good at them. <laughs> um, no, so I think from the from the age of about 10 through to 14, I played footy, cricket. Obviously, I did swimming and basketball. So I was a very active kid. Um, yep. Actually, a very active family we are too. So, um, but at the age of 14, I sort of dropped all those sports because I sort of made the decision to, to swim and obviously go to the Tokyo Paralympic Games. So, yeah, growing up as a kid, it was like what everyone else would do, play footy on Saturday mornings, play a bit of basketball during the week, cricket on whatever night it was on during, you know, 40 degrees. Just like like I mentioned before, just as a normal kid, the disabilities never stopped me from doing any sports. wouldn't say I was any good at them, but, you know, it's all about giving it a go. So when did swimming uh, sort of take over and become the focus? Yeah, I think it was probably the age of around about, like I mentioned, 13 or 14, um... Obviously, being the youngest of four, I love to win. So being able to do a sport where I can beat normal people, able bods, whatever you want to call yourself, not, we'll call them normal, but being able to beat normal kids in a swim race was huge for me, obviously having only one foot. Um, and I think that was really a huge part for me because I, I was told by many people and my mum, my dad, that I could go the distance of going to the Tokyo Paralympics and... In 2012, when I first met Ali Cole, who's one of Australia's most decorated Paralympic athletes, mm. um, I saw her gold medals. Who's She's missing her right leg. So to be able to see someone like that go to the Paralympic Games and win a gold medal um, was sort of a game changer for me. So I think it's a combination of a, of a lot of things, but um, definitely first meeting Ali Cole and seeing those gold medals and then getting older and getting better at swimming. And, it just, and it's just the water. Like, who doesn't love going for a swim? It's... it's one of the most Australian sports ever is swimming. You know? like, we met, well, like we saw in the Olympics, we dominated in the pool. And you know, that'd be great to be a part of the Paralympic domination. Is that what we're expecting? I mean, um, there was the, I think the, the cards have been kept pretty close to the chest uh, for the Olympics going in and, and where we thought medals might come there. But what are the expectations for you guys as a, a Paralympic swim team coming in? If there's one thing you should know, the Paralympic swim team never disappoint. From the 1960s when the Paralympics first started through to now, the Paralympic, not just the swimmers, but the whole Australian Paralympic team never disappoint. Um, and I think, especially the swimmers, um, I wouldn't say there's too much pressure, but definitely we've got we've got the talent and the speed to do to, um, to do our country proud. Uh, that's what we like to hear. That's very exciting. Um, I think it was. Um in Rio, just trying to have a look at the uh, the amount of medals uh, that won. I think it was about twenty six medals in Rio that we were able to get. Uh, probably. I don't have the stats with me now, but it's definitely a high number. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of gold medals. So um, there's a lot of favourites going into this competition. I'm not one of them, but look, it's once again we're all just going to do our best for Australia. In saying that, though, your 2019 World Championships uh, in London, you got uh, in, in, in the S10 event, the 100-metre butterfly, uh, that you could be competing again, uh, a bronze there. Uh, you've had a couple of years since then. How would you say you're placed uh, to go better? Or where, where do you feel like you're at coming off that performance the last time you were up against the uh, elite world company? How do you feel like you're placed coming into this Olympics? 
Yeah, so definitely two years ago, that bronze was nice. Um, and only being 16 years old when I won that bronze, and now being 18, um, there's been a lot of changes to my training. I'm now doing nine hours, sorry, nine swims in the pool, so over 20 hours in the water and three gyms. So that's a lot more than what I was doing in 2019. But um, who knows what's coming in the Paralympic Games. Um, you know, I don't really like to look at my competition too much. I sort of like to just focus on myself and that's all you really need to focus on, the goals I set for myself and just go out there and do the best for Australia. But um, look, what happens, what happens. At the end of the day, I'm representing Australia at the Tokyo Paralympic Games. That's incredible, isn't it? Do you pinch yourself at times, Cole, when you when you get to say that statement out loud? It's, it, I get goosebumps. Uh, I've got goosebumps currently just saying that. Uh, so it still hasn't soaked in yet. It's really annoying me. Like, we're here in Tokyo. Everyone's wearing green and gold. We're going to the pool. I'm at the Olympic, Paralympic Tokyo pool. And I'm still just kind of like, this isn't real. Like, it's taken five years for me to be here or for everyone to be here. And it's still, I think once the racing begins tomorrow, um, I think a lot of things will change. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. So you've been part of the the development squad since about uh, 2016. You were selected for the uh, for the full squad in 2019. Obviously, as I said, you went to the World Championships, the World Para Swimming World Championships. Now at a, at a Paralympics, um, do you? I mean, in terms of um, being primed and ready, do you feel like you? Do, do you feel like the year that you had off? This is my question. I was skirting all around it. Do you feel like the year delay is going to be a help or a hindrance for you? Oh, huge help. Like I said, like I'm still a teenager now, so yep. there's plenty of plenty of opportunities for me to train, get bigger, get stronger, get faster in the water. Um, like last year during quarantine, I didn't take a single day off. Uh, being from the farm, we were training in a dam. I had a had a gym in the garage, so really I haven't had a day off since that 2019 bronze medal. So I think yeah, I've grown grown a lot stronger and faster in the water. Oh, I love it. We love to hear the sound of that. And and are there just when you get to be around the the company that you're going to be around, Cole? Um, is there a couple of the swimmers that you you're going to cozy up to and posy up to and just be a sponge from and and learn as much from? Who are you most excited to be able to spend some time with and uh, and learn from over the the course of the next couple of weeks? Yeah. So like I mentioned before, Ali Cole, who's yep. just a hero, like there's no other way to put her other than just a hero. She she does everything. Um, so this will be her fourth Paralympic Games. So I'll definitely be keeping an eye on how she sort of interacts with everything, you know, in the water, with the media, with all the other athletes. And Brendan Hall, who's also another big amputee, and he, he's going for his third consecutive gold medal in the 400 free tomorrow. So, yeah, definitely those guys. And my roommate, William Martin, who's currently the world record holder in the 100 fly. So I'll hopefully him and I can celebrate well after his 100 fly. Uh, I think, I'm not sure what day it is. Might be day three or four. But him and I, yeah, we, we go way back. Uh, it's good to hear. And um, I think um, looking for, I'm, I'm with you on Ellie Cole. I think it was six medals at, at Rio, two gold, a, a, a three silver and a bronze. Um, her medal tally at the end of Rio, six gold, four silver, uh, and a bronze. So her career has been extraordinary and, and you couldn't have picked anyone better, I think, mate, to 
to, to put up there on the pedestal and say, that's who I'm, I'm going to try and emulate. But uh, there's only one thing that you can be, and that's the first Cole Pierce. And it sounds like you've got the media stuff all down pat. You've nailed this interview brilliantly. Let's hope it's uh, just as good in the pool for you, mate. Good luck with everything. Enjoy, uh, and we're incredibly proud of you. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.